welcome to Miriam Khan, your host at Raise Your Vibes podcast. Today, I am really blessed to have another remarkable lady with me who I actually did meet at our book launch in Dubai. I was bedazzled, shall we say, by her remarkable outfit. Mawa, please hello, say hello. She's blushing now, folks. Say hello, Mawa. <laughs> Introduce yourself a little bit, please. Hi everyone, my name is Mora Abdesalam. I'm originally from Sudan, but I moved recently to the UAE, although I was born and raised here, but we went back to my country. Um, throughout the last 10, 15 years, a lot has happened. It, I feel like I wouldn't know myself if I saw myself 15 years, like my 15 year old me saw me now. So it's a lot of good change, a lot of challenging times in between. But since then, I've studied architecture. Since like coming back, I've studied architecture. I left architecture and I worked in marketing. I got married three years ago. I moved to the country last, uh, out of the country last year. So a lot of big milestones. Yeah, Alhamdulillah, always, it's, it's been always a good change with its challenges that I was able just to tackle with, with the support of my people, my family. This is great. This is great that you've got that back yeah. in. And the, one of the reasons that you stick out to me um, out of all the other ladies that I met, all of us are remarkable in many, many ways. But ladies and gentlemen, I have to put this in, picture into perspective. At the event, we were at this beautiful book launch, a really exclusive, exclusive beautiful jewellery place. And out the corner of my eye is this lady wearing this gorgeous outfit, this beautiful like turquoise blue peacock blue and I was looking at her thinking Woo, this woman has dressed to to exceptional but also the way she carries herself the way she's holding herself she she's got this Audrey Hepburn vibe about her and I had to go and say hello to you and I did didn't I do you remember yeah yeah I do yeah and I was like oh she then you were telling me this is my traditional wear this is from my country do you remember that <laughs> yeah, my mom would be super stoked to hear what you're just saying. That Good. you've loved the Sudanese top this much, and I wore it right because there is a wrong way to wear it. Oh. And I had to watch a tutorial. By the way, I had to watch a tutorial to make sure, like, if my mom sees the picture, she can't tell me I wore it wrong. Yeah, you can't, you can't let but, mom, yeah. you can't let mum down with your outfit, can you? When it comes, when it comes to book launches, we have to look our best. Give us a little bit of background. I mean, you've said you're doing all these amazing things with your life. Architecture, I mean, it's amazing that you're doing that because at first, I don't know many females that have gone into that, especially from the ethnic minority background that you're from. And it's beautiful that we, through this book that we've all written, we are meeting very remarkable ladies. We're meeting women from all over the place and you are definitely one of them, aren't you? You know, you, you, how did you get into architecture? So architecture is my university field. I haven't worked in it in any way. So I studied architecture right. because I love interior design. Awesome. So I, it's not a decision I'll ever regret because I was really, like, it was my decision. I made that move and actually moving to Sudan uh, to study university was my own decision because my family were still here in the UAE. Yeah. But we, we have kind of this, um, 
the situation where if you come from a different country, is you're kind of you studied in a different country, 10 marks of your total gets subtracted when you get to uni. So if you get 100, you get 90 and so down. And you have to pay more, even if you can get to the, through the, the, they call it general admission. So I told my dad, no, I can get the score. I moved to Sudan, stayed with my sister for a year to finish high school. And I studied architecture. Wow. After, but throughout uni, uh, I was uh, working with our kind of association in uh, in our uh, college and with NGOs as volunteer as a volunteer for events. Like I worked on social media, doing posters, like the most basic jobs. But I was super but excited these are about it. jobs. Yeah. Sorry. These are important jobs, though, Marwa. Yeah. At that time, for me, it was like, oh, I'm going to do the poster. And, and I didn't think about them that big. Yeah, yeah. But when I see where I'm today, like loving marketing and working in yeah. marketing, switching the field, I get where it started. That wasn't a simple poster design. No. That was, was a communication tool. Correct. But at that time, I didn't think that way. It was like something fun I do in my free time because... It's too exhausting to work on uh, on submissions all the time and feel tired. So I needed something different. So this is what I've gotten after like graduating. Uh, I wanted to go into project management in architecture. So I said, okay, let me go into management. But after that, I saw myself in marketing. I started with events because I have the knowledge about building structures and so on. So I would design event setups wow. and uh, oversee the construction phase. From there, I went to branding and from branding and actually one month before COVID, I was supposed to be gra- graduating from the program I'm in in the company and that comes with a promotion. So I asked my manager, instead of promoting me in the branding area, to move me to the digital section. And she's like, hell no, we're not doing this now. <laughs> we, um, we, we can do it, but in three months yeah. because we, you need to see your events that you have in the pipeline. They needed you. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, they needed you. Later, COVID oh. hit, all my events got cancelled, oh, no. and all the look I had then moved to the digital area. I couldn't, I could never thought of a timing that worked better for me. Like, yeah. I'm not happy about the situation that the whole world had to go through, but it was one month that decision that made a huge difference in my career now. Yeah. Yeah, and the, these things we don't realize at the time, they're like a hindsight, aren't they? They push us and strive us forward with what's happening and they change us in many, many different ways, don't they? You know, you, you've you yes. moved forward with that and obviously you've written a chapter in this book. How did that happen for you? How did you get involved with She's Remarkable? Okay, so one of the things I've learned uh, because of my change of field, that something that you don't get when you switch to something different is the community that comes with it. For example, right now, although I didn't work a day in architecture, like I worked three internship months, mm. but not not something professional mm. after that. If you ask me any question about architecture or finding an architect in Sudan, in, in a in five minutes, I'll get you a name because I have a community of uh, colleagues, of friends yeah. uh, who I met in uni. Yeah. When I went into marketing, I didn't have that. I had to build my network. Sure. I had to meet people to introduce myself. So I've already learned that at this stage. When I moved to UAE, I felt the same way. Like I'm building myself from scratch. It's a new country. I don't know anyone. When I saw, uh, I think I was following Sana Azam at that time. Yeah. When I saw that opportunity, I said, okay, let me apply. I'll meet amazing people throughout this experience. That's a start. 
And actually that happened like throughout the process, I met the team of, me, uh, of the uh, MENA speakers. And in the event, I met many amazing women and I spoke mm. to and we're connecting with each other every day uh, in different ways, which is really nice. And, and this is how you get to build yourself because it's not just about doing the work, but meeting people, uh, not learning from them, getting inspired by them. It helps you a lot getting motivated, especially if you're new to a country or new to a, a, a specific field. Yeah, and it's the right type of people as well that I found as well. Yes. I don't know about you, as I've got older, I'm very careful about who I click with, who I don't click with. There's some people I'll be polite with, but they're not in my inner circle. If you get what I mean, my my podcast yeah. is called Raise Your Vibes. It's called Raise Your Vibes for a reason, and and I don't want personally to have negative people around me. Energy affects <laughs> energy affects me big to... time. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. it, it's I important. With you a lot yeah. in this, yeah. yeah, because I'm very selective about my friendships. Uh, for me, I give you the benefit of the doubt, and lose if you lose my trust takes a very long time to gain it back. Yeah. So when I give it to you, that's a huge thing. That means that you went through all my, my checkpoints. <laughs> it's like an airport to my heart. I passed. <laughs> I passed big time. <laughs> so it's, it's really important because I feel yeah. like people don't, don't see the importance of these kind of one-on-one -on -one relationships yes. with people anymore it becomes all about work or all about like uh kind of the superficial friendship let's go out and and we need something deeper like i don't care about having a picture with you i care about having a one-hour conversation with you at 1 a.m because we were both sleepless that yeah. night and you need someone to talk to yeah that means something i mean at the yeah. event I remember you were asking me a couple of questions and vice versa. And we were asking each other, what is your chapter about? What is your, obviously, because when you're writing the book, you're, you're, you're in your own zone. You're in your own place. You're editing your own book and chapter and you're trying to get it right. We've got various deadlines to stick to and so on. So you don't really look at other people's chapters till later on because your, your head is still in your zone, in your particular book so that you're not looking at someone else's. And I remember when we when we met that evening, you know, and you were talking to me and you said to me, what is your chapter about? And I said to you, mine is about divorce. And your face just dropped. I'll never forget that. And it wasn't in an awful way. You just had this empathy for me. You know, you had this empathy wow. and I could tell that you, and I said to you, well, what's your chapter about? And you, and obviously we don't want to do spoilers, but we can, mm. we can obviously ex yeah. explain. So Teasers, teasers. Yeah, let's do them. teasers, <laughs> let's do teasers. So your chapter is, you know, it's on page eight, every moment matters. Now, she's doing the marketing and the sales again now, ladies and gentlemen. So instead of saying, yeah, instead of saying spoilers, she's saying teasers. So what would you like to divulge about every moment matters? Every moment matters is kind of my way of saying you don't wait, need to wait for a big life-changing event to think that something big happened in your life. Yeah. It's, yeah, we have huge milestones or shifts in our lives that make a huge difference. But sometimes a difference is deciding to wake up although you're so tired to do something or someone doing a small gesture of kindness to you that takes them from being a colleague to being a friend. It's when we start looking at our life in that way, we have a lot of major moments that we don't really think about till no. afterwards. 
in my chapter, I talk about the decisions I, I've made as a young lady, considering how protective our society is. Like, thank God for my family, yes, it's conservative, but they come from a protective side rather than uh, you're not allowed to do this and that with no rationale at all. So it was always a, an open conversation yes. and there was a, an understanding. I was fussed about certain stuff, but at the same time, now that I'm an adult, I understand where they came came from and that they tried to do their best at that time. I talked about my marriage. I talked about kind of looking at stuff differently once you are on the other side. And it's not that something happened, literally nothing happens, just me observing my life from, from kind of the outside. When you look at life this way, you will see a lot of moments that you've missed because you didn't think they're big enough to matter, but they did. It's and a maybe they were missed. Yeah, it's a reflection, mm -hmm. it's a mirroring it's it's looking at different ways of you trying to focus on different aspects of your life as well isn't it you know these things are important and we don't realize why sometimes it's happening that way you know but we we do know but it's our it's our way of um just focusing on that a second so obviously your particular chapter you know is inspirational and it's motivation you know it's got that motivation element to it as well and it's it's interesting that you are mirroring and looking and reflecting and we're doing it at certain pivotal points of our life aren't we you know some of us like you said don't do that we do it years in retrospection so one of the things yes. that i really loved about your chapter is that you're doing it now you're doing it in the here and now yeah, yeah, you, you've touched on, like, oh my God, you hit the nail on its head, because I joke, I, okay, I'll, I'll give a bit of a, a, <laughs> teaser, a second she teaser, because <laughs> I have to go back. Um, uh, when I was in my 20s, I had this roadmap, uh, okay, I'm a very organized person, like, if I can put my life on a Gantt chart, I would love to, <laughs> I would be super happy to have that Excel sheet of every day of my life till I die, I would be super stoked, <laughs> but since my 20s, what I had in mind for myself didn't happen the same way, but I'm not that upset about it, like, yes, I was like, some stuff, I was at a certain point feeling really kind of, um, confused, okay, why is stuff aren't happening a certain way? But you have no control over life because actually sometimes doors open that you don't know. And I joked about the fact that I, because last year I uh, turned 30. So I was like, I missed my 30 under 30 moment with Forbes yep. because I didn't have that. But why that, does that matter? Why do we need to stick to a certain timeline? Why accomplishing something at 70 isn't, isn't it as important or as magnificent as, it, yeah. as it's happening in, in your 20s? Yeah. So for me, it was like, why should the book come when I'm like in my 50s? I've done everything that I felt like I wanted to do in my life. Is my life ending at 50? No way. No way. This is, a lot of this is our society, isn't it? And it's the stigma and the control and the limits we've put on ourselves. Was this the first time you'd actually got published as well? Okay, so maybe I've missed to say that earlier, but one of the other reasons why I wanted to write that be uh, is that I put always my content online uh, in a video format. I love to speak. I love to, to engage with people. So I feel body language is a huge part of communication. So writing my thoughts fully in words was something new to me. So I wanted to get it 
to be like a different creative outlet for me. Yeah. And it was a very nice experience because it was different. I had to think about the sequence and, and, and how I want to take you through this journey with me because this is how I kind of tried to, to write my chapter as a journey through memory lane. And it was pretty fun. And speaking about that, your chapter is everything. I was literally flipping the page and I then got to, to your bio. I was like, where is the second chapter of this book? <laughs> where, is, where is part two? <laughs> it was the last page. I was like dying. <laughs> you know, you, oh you, my God. It felt like a novel. It didn't feel like you're It felt like you're writing about this lady. It's my life. It's not you. It was my oh life. Oh my God. You it know what? Amazing. You're not the only one to have said that to me at all. Um, a very close friend of mine said to me, Miriam, where's the rest of the book? Where's the rest of it? Because they, they were like, Please, and when's the movie out? That's what someone else said to me at the book launch. They were like, I cannot believe. Okay, I, I love your friends. <laughs> yeah. We need the movie. <laughs> you see, let's put it out there. Let's manifest. I'm into things like this. It can happen. Yes. It can happen. And I, I am really touched and honoured that you that you read that and you felt that way. Because obviously, I did, like I said, I remember telling you and, you know, people's reaction can be quite different, can't it? Their, their reaction is like, oh, and obviously you went away. You, that was the first thing you probably did when you went home. I remember meeting your beautiful husband saying the same thing about what my job. And his face was also like, oh. <laughs> just, just nice to, 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 yeah. to give you like a mental image. We were talking and I told her like, okay, can you, yeah, let me know about your chapter. She's like, it's about divorce. And I was like, my husband is coming down now. <laughs> Literally, I looked to my left. He was down the stairs. <laughs> I was like, and she was like, I was like, she she needs to read, to read the chapter because <laughs> things are changing today. Yeah? I was like, we're both going to read it and decide if we're moving forward. <laughs> that was my introduction to your chapter but your story man your story like when i read such stories like um 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 it it hurts my heart that you had to go through that yeah but when i look at you and what you're doing after that experience i feel like you know i feel like no one Everybody goes through a different, a difficult time, sure. but you decide how, how to take it forward, how you let it impact you. And you just get me to be inspired that, you know what? She did that. Like, she did that. She got out of that. She took herself out of that. It's not like you've done that. You had to take yourself out of yes. whatever bad situation you were in. And it's not a situation, it's people. Yes. So you need to deal with people that yes. put you in that situation. And that's even tougher because sometimes dealing with ourselves is enough. Correct. Let alone have Correct. And sometimes you're dealing with different countries, different rules, different laws, different... All sorts of things are, are impacted on that, you know? And my chapter certainly deals with that. I'm realizing more, I think, how, how much I've impacted certain people with it. I didn't realize... You know, and it's beautiful for you to give me feedback, verbal feedback, even though we're doing a podcast about you. But it is beautiful. It's beautiful <laughs> no, because it's the this is all that I wanted to say yeah. this because people need to go and read your chapter. It's, it's, Thank you. Yeah, for me, like, 
yeah, thank God, like uh, uh, I got married to a friend and we're happy. I'm but glad. people need to know these are stuff we don't talk about, how Correct. you choose your partner, how aware you need to be of them being uh, a positive person. You need to learn your toxic tendencies and their toxic yes. tendencies and, and navigate that but not being brainwashed by them that you're wrong and, and yeah. you need to make them happy all the time. This is These are stuff that we're never taught in school. Yeah. We're never taught in our cultures. And, and then, this is yeah. the core of our relationship with everyone, including yeah. marriage. Marriage is one type. We have yeah. toxic friends, toxic co-workers. Yes. It comes in different shapes and forms. Of course it but does. we're never told how to deal with it. Correct. And it's, so it, it that's from marriage for me. It's it was hard bigger than that. To, yeah, and it's hard to step away. I, I'm someone that believes in marriage. I believe in happy ever after. If there is a such thing, mm. there is. There's many, many people that have beautiful, remarkable, um, you know, marriages, and but some of us don't. And some of us, you're yeah. right, don't don't speak about it, and some of us don't mention it, and we hide and we cower and we're in silence also yeah. when your life is at threat as mine was and and was you know that i cannot go over to to that country ever again and there's reasons that that person has put in place that i can't and it is what it is okay but i'm still standing to quote elton yeah. john i am still standing and i will stand my truth and between you and me when I was writing that chapter, there were times it was very, very difficult. I was in America at the time in the summer and I was writing it yeah. and I was crying and crying and crying as I, it was very cathartic, but at the same time, this trauma was just coming out of me. And then there were times I was thinking, oh my God, I shouldn't, I shouldn't publish this. Oh my God, oh my God, I shouldn't. Because I had this like, oh my God, my personal business is going to be out for everyone to, to read. That's what I mean. It's not about regret. It was more, this was so personal to me that the whole world was now going to know about it, you know? And and I'm, yeah. one, I'm not shy about things, but this was deep, rooted yeah. things, personal things. And that's the bit I've struggled with, which many authors probably could go through the same thing. Then, you yeah. know, when, when I was like going through the process and it was published and I was getting feedback of like, potentially this might not get through. You might have to write something else because of, you know, the, the chapter is, it, it, it is it's very difficult what you've gone through. To then have yeah. it published and to have people like you and others, close friends, even though they were there through that journey, like you, they've gone, where's the rest of the book? <laughs> so I think it, I think I don't know about you. <laughs> I mean, I published, I'm self-published anyway. I had, through my divorce, ironically, yeah. I'd learned to go ahead and learn how to publish my books, then learn how to do a Kindle version of it. I'm setting up workshops, and I have been since last year. Uh, one of the things I've been wanting to do is to help other women and men write and publish and do it yourself. You don't have to pay yeah. someone thousands and thousands of pounds. You can pay me for my workshop instead. You know, yeah. there you go, marketing, you see. Right, but <laughs> like it, you yeah, like, I like it, it, you like it, and, 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 and you know, like it, it's it, as you said, like connecting for me, I, yeah. I, it was as well very difficult for me to be to get to be personal because yeah. just to give you a perspective, my favorite platform is LinkedIn because it's all about work. Yeah. You don't know about my fa my life, my family, my story yeah. unless I wanted to. I'm very private when it comes to my yeah. personal life, so having to talk about. 
my husband, to talk yes. about my parents. I feel like I'm protective over my parents yes. as they are protective over you. me. I'm, I'm, I'm very, like, they're, they're the word to me, so I'm, yeah. I'm very And that's touched. your culture. It's very touched for me culture, when I speak isn't about it? that. It's your culture, that you've protected that. It's your roots, you know. Yeah. And so when nice. I got to write about them and reflect on certain moments with with one thing in mind, I wanted to keep their privacy and share yeah. stuff that they'll be okay with. But at the same time, I felt like these are two good of moments that, that I cherish them. I want to keep them a secret. It's yeah. just my secret, yeah. our secret. But at the same time, I felt like they made a huge impact in my life that I don't want to keep them a secret i want to share that with people so when you're treating your daughter a certain way yes. you know that that's important to her yeah. when she hears something from you you know that's going to impact her not just for that one minute it might get back to her when yeah. she's in her 30s and she says oh my god my mother said that to me when yeah. i was six years you old ten years old you remember yeah there, there are ripple effects of these things happening and what I like about you and what I like about this book is that there were all different ethnic minorities in this particular um, book. We're all coming from different communities, different cultures, different backgrounds, but we've got the same remarkable message all the way through. And that's what I think is really beautiful. And and like you with many speakers, I'm very grateful because this was my first opportunity to work with joint, you know, a collaboration and and this will go in memory, you know. Um, for, for those of you that are listening in, as you've probably heard in the other podcast, the book is available. If you're in Dubai, the book is available in Dubai in one of the bookstores, which I'll put in the biography. You can order it online as well. It doesn't matter where you are. You can order it online. And, you know, we, we are trying to help others. The, the proceeds go to a particular fund. So it's a beautiful message of helping others as well. Marwa, just as we as we come to a close on the podcast, is there any um, last message uh, or, you know, you know if, if anybody wants to contact you, obviously you've just said LinkedIn is the way forward, but is there anything that you've got in the pipeline that people might be interested in connecting with you about? Are you doing anything at the moment? Yes. So uh, a part of what I do is talk about marketing and digital marketing for non-marketeers because this is where I came from. Awesome. I have a blog on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok as well. Uh, I post about it on LinkedIn. It's called Marwa Salam blog. So you can follow me there and I share a lot of insights about uh, how can you get to know more about your business from a marketing perspective especially if you don't have the background on yeah. that i'm trying to support small businesses the one-man shows and startups because well, i one feel woman, one woman both. shows let's let's be come on one there's woman international shows. women's day yesterday <laughs> one, <laughs> one woman slash man shows yes. so the whole idea is this is now a day-to-day -day skill that we all need yes. to have a, a professional brand for ourselves or our businesses. Yes. So I'm giving you what I've learned because I was self-taught. I got into this field with no knowledge at all and I've had, I had to teach myself. So maybe I'll put you in the right way and as well give you kind of the beginning of the thread that you have to follow and then get to your goal. So follow me there, reach out and ask me any questions that you have because I want to create content that at the end of the day people will find useful. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely brilliant. Obviously, those those details will be in the biography of the, um, you know, of the podcast. So if you're wanting to connect with her, please do so. I'm sure she's more than happy to have more customers and more clients 
people and obviously this this podcast is international mawa so you never know who's listening in i have i have people from america canada from mexico when i look at my statistics yeah. i have people from all over the world tuning in so it's it's awesome. a beautiful way yeah it's not just in the middle east it's a beautiful way of connecting with the world it has been an absolute pleasure having you on here it felt like a 2 minute conversation it wasn't it's it's a lot yeah. more than that and it's been a beautiful um blessing to to have met you and i'm sure it won't be the last time mawa at yeah. all it won't be i'm hoping you're back here soon yes and we need to meet out of all of this we sure. need to meet and have a good, a, a good eat i'm a foodie so yeah, i'll foodie. be planning i'll find you a good place where we enjoy a good meal and a good chat Good. That's brilliant. I look forward to that. Mawa, thank you so much for joining us on uh, Raise Your Vibes. This has been Miriam Khan and Mawa Abdul Salam. Thank you very much for tuning in to Raise Your Vibes. <laughs>